Hey guys, how you been doing? This is uh, Brett Nallen. And David Nallen. With those Nallen brothers, we are two nerds that happen to be brothers who enjoy talking about games, tech, and anything else we like. Long time no see, bro. Yeah. It's been three, four months now? Uh, about three and a half months. Three and a half months. We had to take a mandatory break issued by the federal government. Oh, yes. That was uh, good times, good times. What have you been up to? Well, homework. I had a week break that I did nothing but catch up on games and walk 40 hours. So, walk in school. Work in school. Yeah, that's so exciting. Well, I was all over the Asia-Pacific area. I've been to Thailand, Korea, the Philippines. I will tell you right now, Thailand was actually a lot of fun. If you can go visit Thailand, I'd do it. Heartbeat. Like, the cheapest off-the-wall vacation you'll ever take. The most expensive thing you'll do is your flight. Everything else, dirt cheap. Nice, nice. We stayed in this hotel. A little junky hotel. Terrible, terrible hotel. I mean, there were snakes. There was like lizards <laughs> in my hotel. It was awful. And then, oh. But it was like 20 bucks a night. And uh, right outside of it was this monkey temple. And you would... You'd walk by this monkey temple, and there's these monkeys everywhere. Just everywhere. Just going by all the times. And they would snatch stuff at you. And if they got something, like they like if you had your cell phone trying to take a picture, they'd jump like on your shoulder, across your body, grab your cell phone, and run. And if you try to chase them, they'd make this crazy noise. Just like yelp and holler. And you would start following them. And you're like, you, you'd start running after them, trying this. They, they would sit there and run after you then they start screaming and then they 60 monkeys come out of nowhere and beat the live just beat you up just black blue eyes body just bruised from head to toe we had this one guy who did that just did exactly that oh yeah got jumped just beat to a pulp and then black eye looked like a nightmare and he carried that around for like six weeks it was horrible just so if, if you ever go to Thailand, don't get mugged by the monkeys. That's the only thing I have to tell you. That, like, reminds me of an episode of How We Met Your Metal, with the whole story of Marshall getting mugged by the monkey. That's exactly it. Except there's 60 of them. Yeah. And there's no stopping them. You're just, you're done. And anything, anything you have on you, watches, they will snatch it, anything out. Your gla- like your glasses, because it's shiny, mm-hmm. gone. You would walk, just gone off your face, and you would chase them, and then they would scream, and then you're beat up. Wow. And since they're a religious figure in Thailand, mm-hmm. they worship them. So even if you'd got to the monkey and and you'd gotten your something back, you would have been trouble from the government because you beat the monkey. Wow. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But other than that craziness, it was a blast. There was so much to see. There's so much culture there. There's so much going on. That That's a good tale. Yeah. So Korea, I've um, Korea's Korea's cool. There's a lot of cool stuff. We spent a lot of time in the Seoul area with the Seoul Tower. Not as many. Well, it, you always spent a year there right before we started the podcast. Yeah. So, but when I spent the year there, I was in the southern part of Seoul in the farmlands. This time, I got to spend some time in the actual city of Seoul and go around. Like we ran up to Seoul Tower, to the top of Seoul Tower, and. Uh, took a bunch of pictures up there, and you can see out over the entire city of Seoul from up there. It's like almost a it's it's built around this this hill, this massive tower and hill. It's up on top of the uh, t- uh, the hill. 
Um, so then you you got that, and there's a bunch of locks on trees. What are these locks about? So what they do is they lock two locks together and lock them to a tree. And however long that lock is on that tree is how long how long your relationship with the, the your significant other will last. And so what they do is they come out there, they buy these locks, or they bring really big, heavy locks, like the ones that are serious about this and actually believe this voodoo. Mm-hmm. And they will he'll come there and lock these locks on there to make sure their relationship lasts. Wow. Yeah. So, so that's about it for you or uh, I went to the Philippines. There wasn't a lot going on there. I went to uh, we went to their big city, crazy traffic, uh super poor. I wasn't allowed to really get out and do a lot in the Philippines. Um super hot. Um I didn't stay in a hotel there. I stood I slept on a cement ground and Oh yeah, you were gone while it was like the hottest it got this whole year. Yeah, year. yeah. Here, so when I was there, uh-huh. it was a hundred and five degrees during the day. It was ninety degrees at night. We were sleeping in a bay with with uh, no AC, so it was just screaming hot every night. We didn't have any cots or any just any cots or anything to sleep on, and then. My last two days there, so somehow someone forgets to order. Well, they order the plane. They pay for the plane. The airline didn't send the plane. Didn't send the plane. Okay, so you bought a plane ticket and didn't send the plane. So we chartered an entire flight for like 300 people. Airlines got paid. Everything's done. Good to go. Contracts made. Da-da-da. Everything's set up. They didn't send the plane. They didn't do the last part to schedule the plane and the crew to show up to fly us home. Instead of, you know, being flying home, ready to see my family, all that stuff. No, I'm sitting in a bay, like a hangar bay. So it's like an airport bay where you just pull the car in. Like a, if you've ever played Grand Theft Auto, it's just like that. That big open bay. Yeah. But you have the... The, the jet, yeah. The, the jet, the... the that's still a titan yes the titan a titan of a job yeah so if you ever play a titan job it's just like that that big old bay like that wide open doors we're just living in that is it like grand theft auto that you had to pull your gun out every three seconds to shoot a guy no nothing like that we just slept there Uh-oh. and lived there and so take that those temperatures though mm-hmm. and put it in that bay oh Hot, just oh, miserable. You going to kill yourself during the oh, day. Oh, it was did awful. You have to, you, did you have to wear a civilian outfit, or do you still have to wear your... Oh, still in uniform. Oh, that sucks. I, mean, I didn't have anything to sleep with, so all my bags are packed up, ready to get on the plane. So I'm sleeping. I, I would put my, my jacket on the ground, and then I would just sleep on it. And I put my head on my backpack, and that's what I did for two and a half days. Wow. Yeah. It was horrible. Uh, so and then eventually I was allowed to go home. I mean, there were some uh, higher points, lower points, some mi- more miserable points than others. Philippines was definitely the worst one of all. Three. Oh, it sounds like it. Like it was hot, miserable. Oh yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta ride an elephant in Thailand. That sounds interesting. Oh, that was that was that was so much fun. Cause at one point we're on this elephant and the driver is just like, 
he gets off the elephant. He's like, "You go, you go," and I'm like, "What do you mean you go?" I'm like, I look at my, I look at a guy I'm sitting there with, and I'm like, "No, you go, bro." <laughs> and so he jumps down there, and he's steering the elephant. We're like, we steered him, like we said, we want to go a little left, and we steer him left, and the driver's like, "No, don't do that." And we're like, yeah, "We're doing this now. We got this." <laughs> and so then I jump down there, and I did the same thing. I just start steering the steering the elephant all around. Had a blast there. Then we went to this. Uh, right after that, there was like this lake city like thing, like Lake Mini thing and there's like a play going on in the in there and um it's i couldn't you, they don't really say anything so it's like one of those lots of music that tells a story and physical movements that tell you what's going on so kind of like an opera without the singing kind of like kind of like a, a creative dance type thing oh, okay where they where the the actors or the dancers tell the whole story based off their movements and what's going on and the music being played and uh, it's a story about some type of dragon that comes out and scares some villagers and this and eventually gets conquered. Is this in Thailand still? Yeah, so this is all So it probably was a story about one of the dragons that they worship or one of the bad ones that came out, eat people, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like I'm pretty sure that people, the... the Locals there or the people of Thailand know what the background of the story is and understand it. I had no idea, so I had to like piecemeal it together and try to figure it out. But that's kind of what it seemed like. So yeah, that was about all we did in Thailand. I mean, it was good fun and all that stuff. Okay, so you went to Thailand. You did everything. You ride an elephant. Did you try dog? No, you tried dog in Vietnam. I, I no no no. I had dog the first time I went to Korea. It's actually really good. Yeah, people people knock it. I understand you don't want to eat one hundred and one Dalmatians or Fido or Fluffy or whatever, but it's a dish over there. It's, it's they they it, breed dogs. It's like, like cows. Hell, yeah, more like chickens. Actually, stuffed. They just stuff like five dogs in a kennel, like the kennel Lizzie size. Yeah, in. it's about you know three feet or five. They're five by five kennels, and they stuff like four dogs in there. Okay, and then so it's more like chickens. Chickens, like how they chicken how they chicken farms and there's a big old field there let them out and go do stuff in and at night they put them all in one cage yeah put them all in one cage there was a dog farm right out from the uh place i worked at before Mm -hmm. when i spent the whole year there and we drive by it all we'd ride our bikes by it all the time okay so So, yeah this did the philippines food make you a little runny because it has remarkable like um it's what it's known for. So, I, I emphasize this, I did not get sick from the local cuisine in the Philippines. However, there was quite a few other people that that had the Hershey squirts for a long, long time. And that was so funny to see it too, because the showering and hygiene situation wasn't exactly... Up to ideal. Paul. I mean, everything was porta potties. Everything was a couple hundred feet away from anywhere you were at. So they like they had centrally located porta potties, but from where we slept and where they were was about a hundred yards. So you had to like, have were, so so when you started filling it on, you had to start running, which uh, is the worst thing to uh, do. And every night you'd wake up, you'd like maybe there you'd sometimes you wake up in the middle of the night and you just hear. <laughs> Someone just running as fast as they possibly could to a porta potty, because you knew what was going on. It's like, oh man, you got the bug. <laughs> we can talk a little bit about like there's been tons of stuff that's happened since I've left. 
We've let's, had. Let's what? talk about the biggest thing that's probably happened for us. The Super Bowl? Yeah. Yeah. Broncos champions. That's what I'm talking about. And now let's talk about the one thing that you should not be a Broncos fan, Debo. You have not watched the title game. Uh, okay, so... I was working. I downloaded the game. I haven't actually watched it yet. I will remedy that this week. I will watch the entire game. I'll, I'll watch it tomorrow or Sunday. I don't know what day Do it Sunday after I leave. Okay. I'll do it. I'll do it Sunday after you leave. So you don't have to watch it again. And I, I, will, I will make sure I watch the entire Super Bowl just for you. Okay. And I will or rewatch it. I watched I watched it, but I got called away to like leave for like five minutes and work on something. Come back, watch it for ten, fifteen minutes, leave on something and we're I, I was going back and forth. So. I know, I just wanna make fun of you not being a true Rocco's <laughs> fan. I was in Thailand, the part we could actually watch it was amazing. I know, I know. The the amazing point that you actually saw what happened at all. Yeah. I was um uh, I was very excited when Von Miller got the uh uh, when Von Miller got the uh, uh, MVP for the game, I absolutely, absolutely thought he oh, deserved yeah. that. Yeah, he did. He had an amazing game that day. Um, and it was good to see the defense just come through because Man- Manning sure didn't. Well, he, he did in the like, fourth quarter. That's about it. Uh, I think it was the second quarter. Second quarter, he had like a touchdown pass and he had a couple of drives mm-hmm. that amounted to some points. But it was the defense. Defense won the game for them, yes. Like, oh, yeah, they they wouldn't have a shot if they had a crappy defense like last time we, they went to the Super Bowl. It's Their defense definitely won it for them. That That is exactly what brought them the, the W for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it was, you know, then we got all the drama after that. Manning retires. We're thinking, oh, no big deal. We got Oswald in the way. He goes on and signs with. Who cares who he signed? He signed with some yeah. scumbags over there that are paying him more money than the Broncos were willing to pay for him. It's all right. You can go over there and lose. We don't need you anymore. Yeah, we'll <laughs> pick up a new quarterback. Yeah, yeah, we did. His name is Mark Sanchez. So we got Mr. Butt Fumble himself. I'm like, oh, great. We we picked up Mr. Butt Fumble. That's... We picked up Neville, Neville Corv. Uh, yeah. The, what's his name? The one that's supposed to be Eli again? No. So they were Jake. talking. No, no. They, so they were talking about picking up a, in talks with the 49ers to pick up uh, Colin Kaepernick. Oh, no. And that, that they just announced they're not doing it because they drafted a quarterback in the draft just yesterday. Okay, good. So we're, we're, we're not looking terrible on quarterbacks. It's not looking bright. If we break 500, I'll be happy. If we don't, you know, it is what it is. It would be another quarter, another. Yeah. They'll, 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 they'll have to rebuild. We're gonna have to find a new quarterback. We're gonna have to. There's a lot of pieces that go on there, but you know what? It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. We're Super Bowl champs. Yes. And until next year, and there's not, there's another Super Bowl champ. That's what we are, the champions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are the champions. Yeah. What else happened during that time that you were away? Let's uh. see. Oh. We- oh yeah, you found out that you like. Uh, Rocket League. Oh, okay, so I think it's episode two. Yeah, episode two or two, three. Two or three. I go on a massive rant on how Rocket, how is Rocket League a sports game of the year, the multiplayer game of the year, when there's these massive AAA titles out there competing. I played Rocket League twice, 
and I found a way to buy the game and download it on my PC, and I've just got done buying it for my Xbox. It is amazing. It is so much fun. And I never thought it would be anywhere near that as much fun. I'm like, this is this has to be so stupid. How is this so stupid? And then I get, get on it, and I'm like, this is so much fun. Because it's not just cars riding around. Like, I thought, I was thinking, like, originally... It's like, oh, yeah, you're a car on the ground. You're just, you know, you're waiting the ball to come. You can jump up in the air, double jumps, use a turbo and fly. You can yeah, you, spin you, your car in a circle to hit the ball in You know you directions. can drive on the ceiling, too. Yeah, it takes a lot of skill, though. You have to have your turbo on the entire time where you fall down. Mm-hmm. If you don't have your turbo on, you just fall. Still. So, still, yeah. You can drive. If you drive, if as long as you keep moving on the side of the walls, you'll stay up there, too. Mm-hmm. So there's all of that, and... That all happens. And I don't, it's just, you get on there, the games are quick, short. You need, I got 20 minutes to play. I can play three games of Rocket League, have a good time, and then go to bed. Yeah. It, it's it's great, exciting, it's good fun. They just released the basketball update. And yeah, so now you have a hoop. It's all in the same spots, but you have to drop the ball in from the top instead of hitting it through the goal. And that's a blast too because that's a whole new challenge the court's smaller or the yeah the court's smaller mm-hmm. or the field of play is smaller I guess you want to call it and the hoops are huge okay it's still a big old ball in there yeah. and the ball's um, seams change color depending on what side of the court you're on so as you transition from one side of the court to the other the hoops or the ball seams change color so like for instance it's either blue or orange when you're playing okay. online so if you're transitioning over the orange and you're the blue team, so you're about to start getting to the scoring area, it transitions from the seams turning blue to orange. And it's so cool. That's good. And, and the, mecha- the mechanics on it are crazy, and how some of the things that happen on it are just so fun. Okay, so let's see. What happened in my life during the time that you got? So I walked a lot. I went to school. Got 4.0s. Um... Yeah, overachievable much. Uh, stay cool, hippie. <laughs> Alright, that's enough of that. Okay, um, and that's about it. I guess the next biggest thing that actually happened was... Ooh, Deadpool came out while we were gone. Oh yeah, Deadpool. So I watched that while I was in Korea. Yeah. That was... Just tell me what you think of Deadpool. Ooh, this story, it started out, like, uh, it had that slow motion at the beginning with the credits about the people falling out of the car. You didn't know what to think about that at the very beginning. Like, you were looking at this, like, okay, I knew what Deadpool was by reading the comments when I was younger. And so I knew that I was going to be messed up, bloody, tons of sexual windows. Tons, tons of sexual windows. And it started off with a slow motion movement around a car that's halfway in the middle of the story and goes like, oh. And it speeds up and you see like half the car gets dismembered or splats against like the billboard and halfway through the movie it falls down. And he goes, I didn't do that. Like, what the hell? Yeah. So, like, the, like your interest, you have no idea what you're getting to. And you know it's a Marvel movie. So you're thinking, you know, 
quick first liners, one one hit wonders in the lines, and you know some of the stuff. It's not gonna be too bad. It's rated R, but uh, you know, and it's more of a, it's it's usually little family friendly. The superheroes, right? Yeah, and it's part of the X Men series, which is still a little more edgy than I'd say Iron Man, Captain America stuff is, but it is off the chain crazy the stuff he does the stuff the thing goes so i mean if you haven't seen the movie i'm sorry but excuse me spoiler alert the movie was just so much craziness going on they put some of the like smaller actors in there that are just um you wouldn't expect to see there's the guy from uh silicon valley that's yeah. the uh small the small um he's the house people put his house the incubator yeah the incubator guy the yeah incubator the- guy so he's in there and they put and he's basically playing the same character and and all the same lines the same general personality but he fits perfectly for what he's doing and it's so funny and everything he's done that that he's done they even make joking references to the guy who's playing Deadpool, who yeah. was, who also played Green, Green, Green Hornet or Green Lantern, Green, yep, Lantern. Green Lantern. So he has Green Lantern jokes, jokes. built into yeah. it. They bust through that fourth wall just like they do in House of Cards. Oh, they do that a lot in the comic book too. So yeah, and so you're get, he's talking to you about the part that he's got a movie in. He's in the movie it, talking about it, how he got this movie, movie and how big this movie's going to be. <laughs> Yeah, like when he knocks on the X-Men's front door, he goes like, well, they only can afford like two big names for the X-Men, and they weren't really that big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look who they sent to come tracker me down, or like something like that. Yeah. Uh, that was that was great. And the poor, oh, the X-Men joke, uh, the Wolverine joke. Oh, at the yeah, very beginning. at the very beginning. Yeah. Who's... Whose bees do I have to cut? <laughs> I won't say that, but it rhymes with smooth smoothereen or something like that. Yeah. Oh. Oh, jeez. All right. Well, we can't talk too much about Deadpool, otherwise I'm about to crank this rating up on this bad boy. Yeah. I don't want to have to do that. Okay. So I guess let's talk about. Games? Let's talk about stuff that's really out there happening. What we're currently working on. So let's talk about the games we're, we're currently playing and there's stuffs going on. So let's start with Quantum Break. Yeah, Quantum Break. Quantum Break. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna build a soundbite. Just, just wait about you screwing up some words. Just, just wait for that. I'm, I don't know who I'm gonna create that, but I'm gonna. It's gonna be there. And I'm gonna so be there's to... gonna be like forty of them, like after three episodes. Like, I'm gonna have like three or four different ones. No, no, it's gonna be like you. It's like butcher of the English language. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm I'm really good at that. It's all right. You got quick fingers for a controller, so. Mm-hmm. Um, Quantum Break. What are you? What are your thoughts on like just the way they built this game? It's very bigly story driven. It's like this is the only game I would play, not caring how it controls or anything, just for the story. As a TV show that goes along with it, the cutscenes are twenty minute long. Cutscenes that are building off of your decisions, a little bit the building kind of. The cutscenes they change as you make decisions inside the game. So not alone are you just 
affecting the gameplay and how you play. You're affecting how the cutscenes are presented to you in the choices you make. For instance, I know for sure there's one or two cutscenes that people have noticed that they're not. There's 30 to 40 seconds of uh, viewing time that's cut out and edited out based on the decisions you made. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, so there is going to be lots of replayability. The only thing I really don't like is that you don't, for the console, for any of the things right now, you can't download, the, the cutscenes are online base, so you stream them. So, I know why they don't want to do that, because that's 400 videos they have to download at 720p, and that's a lot of memory space. So they have addressed that in a press release. Why did we do this this way? Or a couple different interviews. And they said the install base for the game alone is 35 gigs, 40 gigs, something like that. If they busted up, put in the videos on there, all the videos and all the different variants of the videos, you're looking at 120 to 80 gig or 120 to 200 gig install. Uh, alone probably somewhere in there and if you do that you're just your whole x you know most of your xbox game space is being taken up by one game which is a bit ridiculous but the thing here here's my thing about it it's a 10 hour game i'm gonna play it once or twice and i'm probably never gonna play it again there's no online play uh you add in the cutscenes in there i'm spending 15 hours on this game give me the option to install everything just so it run smoothly now hey there's a 50 gig install with a stream option and then there's the 200 gig install with the it's all on your console or doing like a thing that it downloads the downloads the force set of cutscenes if you're online download the force cut round of cutscenes when you play that chapel and then after you're done it Finds a way to delete them and then downloads the second thing while you play the second chapter, waiting and stuff like that. So it just constantly downloads in the background while you're playing beforehand just to get the first cutscene up and rolling? Yeah. I mean, as a programmer, that's what I would love to do because I can do that. I can do file writing while I'm reading. Yeah, I mean, that would probably be the best way to approach that. The only thing is, though, could they complete a download of a cutscene in time before the user got through the gameplay? That's the only thing you run into. And run into. So what you'd probably have to do is download or have the first two cutscenes loaded, mm-hmm. ready to go. And as soon as you deleted one, your two is queued up, and you're downloading three. three. So if they're power playing, they're constantly working on getting a cutscene or two ahead. Yeah. Um, and that's probably the only way that would work. So as people play through, because I mean, if you play fifteen, let's say you're slow at games, even you're fast at games, you play through the game in ten hours. Um, you know, you're gonna get to a cutscene in thirty five, forty minutes, and depending on your internet connection, you may or may not get that cutscene downloaded in time. So you'd have to make the first two cutscenes, I think, as part of the initial download space. So yeah. You're still looking at about probably close to a hundred gigs of maintaining yeah that's true uh your cutscene space but i think if i had that option i'd rather do that just so i'd have that smooth watching experience versus buffering issues and glitching issues like they currently have Mm -hmm. uh with the current game 
Yeah. So, that's all fine and dandy. It's The gameplay looks okay. It's like, it, it doesn't look like it's going to be terrible. The gameplay looks amazing. Uh, only thing I've that I've heard has been bad for it is it seems repetitive. You gain all your powers really quickly, and you can't, don't have an opportunity to learn newer skills in so higher it's levels. Like prototype two, where you just can really grind out all your things at the very beginning and just be overpowered throughout the whole game. Yeah. Okay. So it's like basically by the halfway through point of the game you've already learned everything you need to learn about the game and you've learned all your skills and there's nothing new you get at that point you just constantly keep on doing the same thing over and over again or moving up in the skill levels over and over again tom clancy the division we've been playing that we have level seven now eight uh eight or nine i don't know we're about to play after this is over some more so tom clancy division uh i was amped and excited to play this game uh came out while i was gone and i was like man i'm gonna be one of those guys that's gonna get his just just owned destroyed over and over again until i become a high enough level and then it turns out it's just cooperative, really. It's just... It's cooperative, and then you have the option of going to the dark zone, which is what they showed in the beta. Yeah, and so... Well, I, I really thought I was going to be constantly competing against people, and I, that's kind of how they showed that and really advertised that game, and, and it's really nothing like that. Uh, once you get in the dark zone, it's just like that. And I probably won't go to the dark zone until I'm level 30 or 20 10, or something. 10. will be good. 10. 10? Yeah, they scale you around people around your own level. Okay. So, I mean, so I'll go to the dark zone. I'll play around. I'll probably still keep most of it in the in the normal stuff because I still enjoy the story mode and the stuff that's going mm-hmm. on because it's cooperative online play. But there's still a very intriguing story of finding out how... What the hell's happening? What's going on? How how this whole disaster? I mean, I, I I'm just gonna let you know. We're, we're if you haven't if you haven't heard this this game, we're we're gonna spoil it for you right now. So just stop well, listening. We're gonna still spoil the first hour, two in, three, four. We four. we put two hours in last night. Oh, we did. Yeah, we it didn't feel that long. No, it doesn't. The game doesn't. The game runs smoothly. You transition from one mission to the other mission. They have safe houses for you to go where you can't get attacked or anything, but honestly, you don't ever really need to go there. They set the game up so you can just constantly keep playing from mission to mission to mission to mission and uh, just keep going. You're finding out how Manhattan became this whole war zone, Mm -hmm. uh, how there's this massive disease that's taken over. It sounds like it got spread out over uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Or Black Friday. Black Friday. Black Friday. Black Friday. So Black yeah. Friday happens. They spread a disease over cash using cash. Cash changed hands all over Black Friday and spread mm-hmm. from there. And it was – took something like 80% of the population out. And they're mm-hmm. trying to regain control of Manhattan it's and find like, a cure and all this other stuff. It's kind of like Dying Light where they just quarantined the area. Exactly. I mean, just, just like Dying Light where that – whole area got dropped off and now they're activating these super secret agents inside Manhattan that are trained to handle this stuff and 
out of the blue or just coming in there and doing it. They're just... Just trying to find out what happened, what, what happened. to do, and trying to find a cure. Yeah, finding the right people to help find a cure. Finding people that thought they think might have the cure already. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and just you're just hunting people down and trying to find them in this whole mess and hoping they're still alive. Yep. So I think that's a good segue into Dying Light, the new DLC the following that came out while we, while we were off on break. Um, the following, we haven't yet got to it. But you get a car that you can travel in. Which I'm excited about because that map is huge and running around gets old fast. Oh, yeah. Like, the running around in that game is fun and all, but, like, when you have to run across the map two times, three times to do all the quests, mm. Yeah, it gets... Uh, it's like, come on. And then it takes you so long to run from one side of the map to the other. And the time-lapsing of the game, it's like, oh, i got to find a safe... i got to jump into the safe house real quick, go to bed, let it become night, then go to bed again, let it become days, because I just don't want to run through the night trying to get through this place. Even though you get, like, triple XP if you run through the night because of those damn zombies. Yeah, well, yeah, special zombies that come out. Yeah, you get all that stuff, but when you're just trying to get it done, you like, and you die, and then you get placed back all the way in the yeah. safe house somewhere as you last checked into on the other side of the map you're like, no come on that's yeah. that gets old fast so i mean yeah well, but i mean it makes the game more interesting to be running through the night i, mm-hmm. I would i probably I, we do it we just yeah. run through the night so it's not a big deal yeah but if people don't want to deal with that stuff then why deal with it mm-hmm. okay so dark souls 3 this is your baby oh yeah it's my baby it's my baby I, i've played I, 10 hours already into it so I've never played a Dark Souls, so I've actually kind of stayed away from that game for a reason. I don't like being punished while I play games. Yeah, um, when I bought the deluxe version for the Xbox One for Dark Souls 3, it gave me the backwards capacity for Dark Souls 1. So 3 gave me Dark Souls 1 backwards capacity. Oh, so you have the Xbox 360 version of Dark Souls 1 now, too? Yeah. Or I guess I, do I have it, too? Yeah, you have it, too. Is it shared like that for the 360 games? Okay. Because you have a... uh, Oh, what's that game? Old game that was on the N64. That was just like GoldenEye, but wasn't. Oh, Perfect Dark. Yeah, Perfect Dark. You can see that, and I have that. I own that. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah, I saw that on there. I was wondering how I got that. I thought it might have been just Games of Gold I picked up or something crazy. No, Games of Gold was Perfect Dark Zero. Oh, yeah. Hey, does that have an upgraded multiplayer on it for 360? It has a multiplayer for it, yes, on the 360. Like Xbox Live multiplayer type Yeah. Thing? No. They need to, like, remaster the GoldenEye Perfect Dark series and bring them out. They have... They did the Real Replays. I think they might have done a few HD remakes. I, that might be the only reason I get Real Replay. But I don't know about that. Yeah. So... Me playing off dying, uh, Dark Souls 3, they they went to back how they did in Demon Souls. Um, PlayStation 3 exclusive Oli Jin for them. So like one of the original first year drops yep. for PlayStation 3? Yep. Or within the first two years anyways? Yeah. So, they went back to like that. So, if you die, instead of slowly taking away your health, half of your health gets cut. Immediately. 
Wait, wait, wait. You're talking about, like, permanently? Not permanently. You can use an item to re-heal yourself to get all those health back. But those are rare and fall... They're, they're kind of rare if you die a lot. So you have your health cut in half for dying. Um, oh, so when you respawn, you only come back with half health? Yes. Oh. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, and you can't, like, heal it with a regular Estus flask, which is normally how you heal. It's just cut. So. So, dying doesn't just carry a normal weight of, hey, you died. Okay, let's move mm-hmm. on. It's, hey, you died, and by the way, you're handicapped on top of that? Yeah. Why do people play games like this? Uh, because it's fun. I'll play some games. I'll play some um, some of it in front of you, and you'll see what, why it's fun. Why would you... Isn't it co-op? It's co-op. So the, how the co-op works is that um, there is a summoning item. So you don't co-op like you do in the division. You play simultaneously at the exact same time. So what happens is you get called as a phantom over to someone else's ward. To help out. So it's like having someone else there, like between dimensions, there to help you out. So, so you're just playing, you're like helping him through his game. Yes, and then I'll, then for, and then I will put down my summoning sign, and then you, I'll help you through your game. Okay, so basically you can't play together through it. Well, you can play together through it, but mm-hmm. you're not playing through your individual... You have to play through your individual storylines. Mm-hmm. So you have to play through it twice. Or you play through a single lead independent, and when you come to parts where you need each other's help, you would go to each other's to help. help yeah. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, does the same rules apply for the person who's summoned over? Is you have to... Lack of better words. You, you die, you get half health, no. and all that stuff. So... What what's the good thing about being summoned in this game is that if you get summoned and you help them defeat a boss or you get enough souls, um, so if you get enough souls or get summoned, uh, once you get summoned, if you get enough souls or you help them defeat a boss, you get the i the item to rekindle yourself, which is regain all your health back to normal. Okay, so the summoning works like this. So, you get summoned, and if you help someone out, you get rekindled, which gives you back what you lost if you died. Your health that you lost when you died. And you also get a ember, which can help rekindle you. So, you get rekindled, and you get the chance to, if you die again, rekindle yourself because you helped someone else in co-op. So, it really... So, there's extra bonuses just for yourself... To go and jump in other people's games mm-hmm. to play with them. If nothing else other than it gets you back to full health after you died. Yes, and gives you a large amount. It gives you equal amount of souls. Almost equal amount of souls. Like, it's like 10% less. And souls do what for you? Uh, souls can... It's the currency of the game. It every, does everything. So, like, you, so you can buy extra stuff to help either heal you more... It, well, healing you more HP is... HP or anything. Not, yeah, it, it, it's your leveling up system, and it's also how you buy weapons and how you ref, reinforce weapons. So if you're stuck in some place and you need something higher, a higher-powered weapon, a better spell, whatever you want yeah. to call it, so you can go play someone else's game, help them keep advancing, mm-hmm. and it helps you get more souls, souls which is money, mm-hmm. to buy whatever item you yeah, need to buy. Yeah, and... Yeah, 
usually you find a weapon, you stick with it through most of the game. Well, you find a weapon that you like and you stick with it, and then you try out new weapons, going through it, trying to find a weapon that you like. Because it's not really based on how strong the weapon is, it's, it's how you feel with the weapon, and how quickly it moves and stuff like that. Because it's all it's an action base RPG, so it's like um. So did you play um Rise? Yeah, yeah, I played Rise. Yeah, I own Rise. Yeah. No, I own Rise. You bought it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like that. So you're you're in a fight and getting a one hit, two hit in, or three hits in, can be the difference between you killing the guy or he some. Or not killing him. So it's, it's a lot of that. And a lot of rolling and stuff like that. So it's it's like that. It's like that action, but in RPG form. And with a whole lot more, like, crap. Yeah. I mean, that's... That sounds interesting. And, I mean, I might at some point, just because it's on my Xbox, it's hard to play it if I get bored. Yeah. It, if it's, I have a couple weeks where I just need to kill time. Yeah, it's a great game if you just... If you're looking... It's not, it's, it's hard to begin in, because they throw you, if you go the wrong way at the very beginning, you, you, um, they put in challenges for, um, experienced people, so they put experience, they put challenges for experienced people, so at the very beginning of the game, you can go right and fight a big ass crystal lizard with your beginning gale. Without reinforcing it, without a bonfire, so you will just restart from the very beginning, and you get big rewards from him. You get big, big amounts of souls. It allows you to level up six to seven times at the very beginning, which is a big thing. So it's like a jump starter if you know what you're doing. Yes. If you don't know what you're doing, you don't know how you play the game, and you're kind of like getting into it, you're like. Yeah, but it's an optional this. thing to do. Can you do it with a buddy and get summon them in? Uh, yes, but the summoning item isn't until you reach the Firelink Shrine, which is after the fourth boss. It's a, like... So, you, so yes-ish, you have to do it, but you have to do it later. Yeah. So you can collect that XP, but it's not going to give you that big jump like you wanted. It, it will give you a decent amount of jump. It's just... Not as much as you originally wanted. It... It just takes a little bit more time. It gives you the exact same amount of jump because because you once you hit the final leak shrine and get the item, um, you just reach the spot that you could actually level up and give you the jump. So a lot. Someone's tired. Yeah, yeah. So, so it allows you to get that extra XP. You're just not going to get it as fast as you would have. Yeah. If you would have. Been able to do it by yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean that's it's fair. I mean, at least the options there to go back to, to it versus unlike. Yeah. I thought you originally said that it's like, hey, this is a one time shot. No, Either it's it's it. not a one time shot. It's all it's going to be throughout the game. It's going to be stuff like that. That's like throughout the whole game to have optional areas. Nothing's a one hit shot. You can go back to any area and grind if you need to, or try to get a certain weapon that someone has or something like that. Okay, that's awesome. So let's talk about things that were brought out during PAX East. Um, 
Of course, one they... of our favorite co-op games. Yes. So, Borderlands Three got announced. Mm-hmm. Nothing video, nothing else like that. It's kind of hey, we're working on Borderlands Three. Mm-hmm. So, I don't really foresee. They didn't really give us a lot of tells of what's going to happen. We're going to, we know what, Jack just died? Yeah, Jack died in the second one. In Borderlands 2. Two. We went to the pre-sequel and we find out how Jack becomes Jack and how he's absolutely crazy and now he's not a bad guy. He's just, he just, he, he, he was a bad guy. He wasn't really a bad guy at the very beginning. He just became... Oh yeah, that fixes it. Sorry about that, guys. And all that refurb, we're working on something here. Yeah, it's the new setup. We're recording for the first time. It's bound to happen. Yeah. So he wasn't really a bad guy. He just got screwed over at the end. Like, he hired you to get an item for him so he can unlock a vault to become, I guess, a powerful guy. He, he, a little bit of a bad guy, but he hired you out. And you screwed him over. Yeah, well, he became a little obsessive, though. Yeah, he also got his face shot off. And details. Ah, I mean, that might have changed some, everybody's personality, but I don't... Eh, details. He did, he did go off the deep end. In the, in the he pre-show, did. In the pre-show, you show him how I'm going off the deep, deep end and how that kind of continued on for all the rest of us. Yeah, he did evacuate someone out to space. Yeah, he did. Just like, ah, here... Go to space. Yeah. So, in Borderlands 3, I, I don't know who's going to be the villain because Jack's not there. Jack was always the villain. He's dead mm-hmm. unless they resurrect Jack, which could happen and through all those robots and things like that. Oh, yeah. They have some people that got... They didn't really... There's people with me- mechanical arms and cyborgs, but not someone that got re-elected. Like... What would you think if the sniper guy becomes the villain? Because he was pretty... He lost... Zero? Zero. And two? And two. Because he lost his... They killed his bird. Oh, no. Um, From one. Yeah. One. Um, I don't see him becoming the villain. The person that can... Maybe. He might be becoming like a minor villain. Something like that. But I don't really see him becoming a villain. What about Moxie? Nah, she doesn't have that type. She's always been helpful. Says the thing though, so unless they introduce a whole brand new villain, which is very possible, I don't know who the big bad guy is. And there's a lot of like, there's like, where's this going? Yeah, I don't and know where in the going. second game, you killed everyone from the pre-sequel that helped Jack. Yeah, and in the first game, or in the first game, there was a lot of people. There's still some people left over, but you killed everybody from the first game in the second game. So in the second game, there was really. There was Jack, which they mentioned in logs, but as a as he was in pre-sequel, he was nothing at the beginning and became great. So there might have been a small guy in Borderlands 2 or the pre-sequel that you didn't, that you heard in logs, that you didn't. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah there, I mean, there's going to be probably somebody we, there's a, there's a small reference to from the other games, but... Mm-hmm. I have no idea what's going on. I'm so excited to see where it goes and how they they come out to. I can't wait till they uh, introduce. I think they're planning on doing a, a featured video during uh, E3. 
Yeah, that would sound like them. Like, show them what they're doing. Like, here's the graphics. This is what we're shooting for. Yeah, here's here's the big show. Here's what we're going to roll with. And Gearbox has been always reliable about showing something that's realistically in their grasp. Yeah, so so we're speaking about Gearbox games. What do you think about Scalebound? Scalebound? Yeah, so Scalebound is uh, their new version of uh, Borderlands, I believe. Scaleborn? No, I think it's... um. What is it? What is it? Battleborn. Battleborn. Um, the cartoony look that looks like Borderlands. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's Gearbox game. It's set up yeah. the same way. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. That's it. My bad. I'm sorry. Scaleborn is that new Xbox exclusive dragon game. Yeah, it's um by uh, Microsoft. It's, by Mar- it's, it's Microsoft Studios, Studio game. Yeah, it's probably gonna be like Quantum Break, where it's a PC and Xbox game. Yeah. Hopefully, it's a little better than uh, they do that little that one a little better than they have Quantum Break. Mm-hmm. Um, but. It's what I've heard about Battleborn. It's, it's kind of like Borderlands, but for multiple. Um, it's like Borderlands and Call of Duty had a baby. And it's a first person shooter game for multiplayer. Oh, okay. I might have to really get into that. It'd be a lot of fun. Is there a single player game that goes along with this co op? Uh, not that I know of. It's only in beta, which they only release co-op stuff in beta. I haven't really read anything on it. So they only released the multiplayer then? Yeah. Okay. I hope there's a co-op thing onto it. I'd like to get into that. But there's also Overwatch that's coming out from... What's the people that made World of Warcraft? Blizzard. Blizzard. Yeah. Um, Which is almost the exact same thing. So... But Blizzard will always do stuff good, so... There's a lot of games coming out like that. They'll always spend a little extra time making things happen. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, I'm going to save some of these games. We can talk about some of these later. Since I, I want to dig in deeper to Titanfall. Ooh, yes. The, the, or Force Love on the Xbox One. Yeah. FIFA. Final Fantasy's coming out. I mean, that's that's got to be crazy. Gears of War 4. Oh, yeah, that's supposed to be following, what's his name? The Coltrane and um, the blonde hair dude. Yeah, the, his partner. Yeah. His partner in the, come in, the, I think it's a, he's, you're introduced to him in uh, Gears of War 3. Because his partner dies originally in Gears of War 2. His original partner? Uh, Marcus Phoenix. Marcus yeah. Phoenix's partner dies in number 3. And then you get kind of a new one that's introduced about the same time. Uh, kind of. He dies off, and he really doesn't come back. His wife dies in number two. His wife's already dead. He just kind of finds her. He finds her in the cage where they've been... The locust thingies walked them to death, making the caves for them. Yeah, so... Uh... I mean, there's there's just so many games that are they're coming out that we can talk about. Yeah, yeah. Gear of War Force is one of the games that we should pick up and play together. Yeah, run through it. Yeah, definitely. I can't. We might be. We ran through one. Do we ran? We through? ran one, two, three together. Yeah, we ran the one. We two, didn't two, three. run through the pre-sequel one together. You know, we should pick that up and just do it. Yeah, I think it's backwards compatible. Maybe I don't know if the internet ports. It should be backwards compatible. If it's because the Xbox 360 for the Xbox One is just an emulator. Oh, that's true. So 
It doesn't matter. Like, you can play with someone on a, on a real 362. Okay, good. So it's not a big deal. Uh, you know, I I want to save some of this stuff for next week. Like okay, no problem. Amandromeda, uh, Titanfall two. We'll talk about we'll talk about more stuff that's coming out for E three as we get closer to E three. So I think there's a lot of stuff that comes the E three. So here's another big announcement that came out. So Battlefield just released. EA just said, "Hey, we're doing a big Battlefield release announcement again." So they're coming out with a new Battlefield, but they're gonna actually release it before they do E three. On. Didn't they just release Hardline? Like, less than a year ago? So it's not Hardline. Battlefront came out with E3. Battlefront. Oh, Battlefront. Okay, but this not is Battlefield. But no, this is a Battlefield release. This is the actual Battlefield series. So Battlefield Hardline is kind of like the extra series, like okay. uh, Battlefield... Like uh, Fall Cry Primal. Like, it was just an offshoot of a ideal someone had. Yeah, and the... Like, the Misfit... The Battlefield Misfit guys... Uh-huh. That came out. I forgot what they called. Bad Company. Battlefield Bad Company. Just yeah. Hardline is like that in the same, the same general area. It's part of the Battlefield line, but it's not really Battlefield. It, like the actual numbered have, series. It was games. like they realized it was a good idea, but they didn't want to put the full resources behind them. They have different people working on them. Yeah. And it's something they can release every year, but it's not the actual Battlefield Stuff. Yeah. Battlefield Five. Yeah, so the new Battlefield is getting announced on Monday, the sixth. Or the the sixth. It's saying it's the sixth, which I think is next Friday actually. There's so many force potion shooters coming out this year. Oh, that's ridiculous. They're call there there's a new Call of Duty, there's a battle new battlefield is gonna be there expecting to announce Titan Falls being announced. And then Call of Duty might release the HD remakes of all the Infinity Ward games. Yeah, all the uh, Call uh, uh, Modern Warfare. Yeah, the whole Modern Warfare series. Which, if they do an HD release of that, that oh, uh, would... I'm going to buy that in heartbeat, and we're going to play through the whole co-op campaign. Uh, co-op uh, on Modern Warfare One. Re advanced war. I mean, that's like being able to play all those maps all over again. Mm-hmm. And with the new game types they got, it's like, like the graphics that you remember, but. If you play them now, it's not what you remember. But so much better. Yeah. So much better. And with all the new game types we play. You know, because when we played Modern Fair 1, there was Team Deathmatch, Capture the Flag. And Search and Destroy. And if you were playing hardcore like we did, those were the only three games you could play. Now they got Kill Confirm, Search and Destroy. They got all, there's five or six different game types you can play mm-hmm. along with everything else. So, you know. You add those maps in, and now the dynamics of playing different type of gameplays with them. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm just looking forward to that being. It would be nice if they actually like did a multiplayer map, which you went through the whole, like uh, you did the whole like you made different um, classes for each of the games. Like you had your Modern Warfare class, you had your call uh, Modern Warfare Two class, and you went through all the maps of all the games. That'd be cool. Yeah, that would be, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Be I could I could totally do that. Because you have Rust from Monorail for two, uh, that I remember, and then you have Af the Afghanistan map from Monorail for two too. Uh, the one that the plane went, the planes are all over the place and dust storm. I think it's Modern Warfare Three. That's a really small one where there's no, no, no. It's not there's a plane. There's a plane crash right in the middle of the map, and there's a building on the left, and yes, there's kind of a small no, building on the right. 
there's, there's that one, Modern Warfare 3, and, but the one I'm talking about is the one in Afghanistan where all the dust was. There's a big hillside in, on the top. Through the center, there's a plane, and then um, on one map, there's like a bunker. On the other map, it's wide open with cave systems. Um, and on uh, the yeah, other yeah. side, yeah, you know the one I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember names anymore, but yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, that's the one where there was like a, there's a C-130 just dropped in the middle of it that people yeah. would try to sneak up to the caves because there was openings to the caves that had like kind of, you can walk that perimeter of the map and mm. then there was a way to run straight through the center of it. And then there was a bunker in one portion of it where you could bunker down, you could, well, for lack of whatever you could camp out and hide down. Mm. And because the way it was shadowed and shaped, you could hide in the prone in it and pop somebody and then run away. Yep. You want to in the way for them to come. another shadow. Yeah, there's lots of shadows in that map. So you just hide in if you got good at it. And that was the whole back part of it was open. That's where everyone would try to drop their care packages in, and then you just get and you just old. get just get wrecked. And then you had the top of the hill where you could shoot down onto the plane in the bunker area mm-hmm. and that whole whole area. And then you could come. And then people would come from behind you from back in the cave area. Yeah, I remember that map. Yeah. That was that was a good map. World of War would be also... World of War and Black Ops 2 would be another... If they did Black Ops 2 and added a co-op into it, Black Ops 1 and added co-op into it, but World at War co-op would have been fine. Talking about... Uh, that's not Treyarch. That's a... Uh, that's Treyarch. Yeah, it's Treyarch. So, not, so Treyarch... Oh, Activision. Is it Activision? Well, Activision does all of them. So Activision yeah. is over all, all of them. them. And then Treyarch... And then Treyarch does... Black Ops and World at War, mm. and then um, Infinity War does Modern Warfare, Warfare, and then Sledgehammer did Advanced Warfare. I believe so. Maybe Sledgehammer did Modern Warfare three and so and, uh, I. I'm not sure if Infinity War did Ghost. I think they did Ghost. Sledgehammer might have done Ghost. Ghost and Infinity Warfare might have been. Because there's three now. Mm. They dropped a third one in on there now just to make people give people three years to do... Development cycles. Development Which is cycle. a good thing. Yeah, which is way better. That means we're going to get way better games, way better maps, way better testing, way better developmental ideas, way better... That gives them a whole year to QA it. That, no, it doesn't. No, it do, really it doesn't. It doesn't give anything. As being as someone that's been in the development cycle, QA will only going to get still get a two week span. Ah, uh, yeah, QA. Well, for games that big, it's gonna get. It's gonna get three, four, four months, months maybe. from the beta on. Yeah, from, they're gonna get the beta on when the beta gets released, because yeah. QA's part is about test results. Yeah, and from really, and they'll, they'll, but but it gives you. It gives you way more time to polish, and pro- the big thing is the big part is we get a more robust story mode. Yep, and that's what I'm really looking forward to, is being able to play a story mode that's more like one, two, and three, which was massive parts of the game, and the multiplayer is kind of a nice carry on. And the co-op, they're going, to, well, in Black Ops Three, they bring back co-op, a single player. Yeah, which we need to run through that just yes. to run through that. There's also the multi uh, co-op. Uh, zombie multiplayer uh, yeah. co-op. Yeah, and those, those are. Have you? Is they, they have, the new map pack came out, haven't they? Yeah, the, the both the new map packs have came out. Oh God, I hate missing time on these things. So, 
Ugh. Man, that sucks. I need to go out and download those. At least it's already downloaded to your system because it's underneath your your my home profile and it's already marked as an automatic download. Oh. That's probably the reason why I only have like 40 gigs left on my hard drive right now. Yeah, you, you download all the games I buy. <laughs> Hold on, let's take a break now. We've been, we've yeah. been talking for an hour straight. <laughs> so... What's the theme on this? Uh, the new Call of Duty uh, multiplayer maps, or the my bad, the zombie maps. Like, what's the theme on those? Well, you know, you've been gone for the last three, four months. Guess who I play Call of Duty with? Oh, okay, so, all right, all right, we'll do that. We'll, we'll get back. We'll get on that one, then. we'll have to spend some time on that. Well, they set the division controller down. No, uh, not gonna happen. Oh uh, yeah, it, you guys might have to wait a little bit before you find out what's going on with those maps. The division is too good. Um, I think we've spent enough time killing video games, <laughs> shooting them in the leg. Yeah. So hey, so we've, we're gonna do a little something with you guys. Uh, you can join us and talk in the discussion of it. But we're gonna we're moving on to tech entertainment. We don't have a lot of news. We didn't do a lot of research. We kind of stuck into the game world. Uh, however, we are watching Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley. So the well, you should hit the keys for the. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, you're talking the spoiler alert stuff? Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Let me watch this. Which, which one do you want? Oh, yeah, here we go. It's the... We've already beforehand. So, warning you. We're spoiling stuff. If you have not watched season one and two, turn it off, because that's what we're going to talk about, season so, one and two. So, we're going to go to episode four, because someone didn't put it on the Plex server. All right, all right. It's there now. Yes. It's on the Plex server now. You can power watch and get us through. Get caught up. So you have a little extra time to get yourself caught up to season three, which is the current episode that just got released last week. It's only going to take me like four days. Yeah. So next week we'll talk about season, we'll talk about episodes one and two of season three, and we will be ready to have discussions about Silicon Valley. But we'll discuss what happened in season one and up to episode three. Of season season two. two. So, episode one. You start off with what's his name? I don't remember the names of anybody I watched. You got Raj, you got the crazy, um, somatic goth kind of dude, and you have the incubator guy, and then you got the crazy speaking. Oh, yeah. Can't, can't really say he's ingenious coder who's the original. The business guy. Inventor of uh, Pied Piper. And the business guy. Yeah, the original Piper. And then Pied you got Piper. the business guy who left who And then the friend named... And then the friend that can't really do anything really well. Well... Yeah, that's hired by them because he wants to prove... They want to prove that everything that he did was the actual interlock... Yeah. actual prof- property of the big rich corporation. And that's why I stopped at. Oh, uh, you did right there? Yeah. Oh, so that's a horrible spot to stop. Uh, uh, yeah, that was the last episode on your Plex Oval. Alright, well that's that's all fixed, that's all updated, so Okay. So so this this really grasped me because as most of you guys know, I'm a really, really, really big nerd. Not a big nerd. Those guys get paid nowadays. Nerds aren't cool now. It's not a bad thing to be a nerd. Yes, I know it's cool. But just the parts you program little micro robots doesn't mean anything. I, I program micro-robots, and I can program in six different languages. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. And I am also becoming a computer engineer. Oh, 
I provided you multiplayer online, so enough of that. Yeah. And YouTube, plenty of kitty videos. You can watch cats all day long because of the things I do. Uh-huh. You can program away. Networks, all, all that fun stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you allow me to do my walk at home. Way to go. Hey, hey, I, I'm here for the man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, so, as being actually one of them, uh, the first thing that came to mind was when the incubate, incubator went like, I've been learning hexadecimal for all my life. What's F plus F? It's like F, F plus, it was F plus F is 81. Like, I, I went like this. Oh, no. I think that's kind of the idea. Because if you're a, a big enough nerd to get that, you're like, that's totally wrong. You don't even have to be a big nerd to get that. You just have to know that F and F is 16 and 16. So there's no way it's coming out to an odd number. <laughs> no, you're wrong. No, it's fifteen fifteen. It's fifteen fifteen. It's a base sixteen number. Yeah, yeah base sixteen number, but it's fifteen fifteen. Yeah, you're yes. right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a base sixteen number because zero is the first number. So so it's fifteen the, fifteen. Even if you add them together or if you multiply them together, it's still coming out to an even number. Yes, it's only going coming out to one e. What? One e. So sixteen plus fourteen. Which is oh. 15 plus 15. Alright. Yeah, I'm, I, I need to brush up on my IPv6, which is all that's ran off of. Yeah, that, that's a big thing in your world, is hexadecimal code. Uh, if you get into IPv6, it is. Not necessarily IPv4, but it's still the same principles apply on the way they subnet and all that junk. Yeah, it's a big word in my thing, because if I interact with registers at all, it's all hexadecimal. And uh, registers are code for our motherboards? Registers are the things that you keep. So how registers work is that the, the data, there are like 32 bits of data that get put on a, put on a um, bus in your, CPU, in your CPU and gets processed as like adding or subtracting. It, it goes through the AL you of the system and it allows you to access ports of memory and stuff like that. So it's what gets you into the actual functions of the CPU to through the motherboard. It, it's what firmware would be. Where the firmware would reside. So it, the, the, the last step before it actually starts being processed. It's it's the first step before stuff gets processed. It's okay. the very first step. It's what gets loaded up in memory. It's what's called memory on the CPU. Oh. Okay, so that's what the register is. Yeah, it's it's just it's memory. I'm not gonna remember that. No, no one will. Yeah, probably. Um, uh. but yeah, we do hexadecimal code for like res. Like <laughs> we do hexadecimal code for registers because you don't want to remember a 32 bit long string. Yeah, I would, no, because that'd be ridiculous. Yeah. So wait, so F plus F. Well, is it F plus F or F and F is what? Is it F times F? It might be F times F, but F times F is... um, be 15 times 15, right? Yeah, which would be... It's 100 and something, well, it might be... That might be 81. It's, if it's 81, that's the right answer. No. It's not. It's nowhere. 
Oh, yeah, it's F times F. It's E1, which is 225 de decimal. 225? 225. Decimal. Hexadecimal, it's E1. Hexadecimal, it's E1. E1. Wait, wait, wait. Wouldn't there be another number in there? No. Because it's 16 bits. Because... E E is fourteen times Four sixteen, and oh. one is one times one. Oh, I see. Okay, I I get, I get the math now. Yeah, I understand the math now. All right, E one. Mm -hmm. Just two twenty five. You said. Yeah, two twenty five. It's got to be bigger than that. Two twenty five still in the eight bit range. Oh, eight. sixteen bit. Sixteen bit range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight bit range. Yeah, it's just right outside of the 8-bit range. It's, it has to go to 16. Yeah, it seems like that number would be bigger. Alright. So, enough of, enough of that garbage. But, basically, the big thing you need to know is, if you haven't seen Seasons 1 and 2, we recommend you jump in on that. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the compression, how, they, how he figured out how to beat the compression software. How, how, he, how he discovers... Inside out compression. Yes. Or uh, it's not. Yeah, it's inside out compression. Yes. Uh, that's that's in the in, the tail end of season one. That is definitely one of the most entertaining videos. Uh, I will. We will. I will. We will give you a a warning if you are not into language and vulgar references, dirty jokes, dirty jokes, and all of that. I I have to say, hey, you know, this is not the show for you. But if you are a tech guy, I would say. Try to watch it, but don't watch it even with new your kids. If you have kids, yeah, definitely adult only show. Yep. But hey, as, as the next this new season comes out, we're gonna talk about it and mm -hmm. reference it a few times and go over it just because you know it's it's a great show and I think it's it it kind of talks in the frame and realm of things we're talking about. And the Big Bang Theory is just too mainstream nowadays. So the Big Bang Theory, it it the first two seasons will. Like the Silicon Valley, it was a comedy. Was it so dirty and stuff like that? It was. It's more mainstream. Extreme. See, it's a CBS show, yeah, so it's it, it's set on time frame where most anybody can watch it. Yes, I but, think it's rated PJ eight or whatever. Yeah, TV it's whatever or, thirteen is for PG PG eleven probably. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter. Mo any I, I Aaron watches it. He's ten, so it's fine. Yeah, it's nothing bad. Um, but the first two seasons of them, they, it was like kind of like that, but less dirty. It was a whole lot of naughty jokes. Yeah, Star Wars, Star Trek. I mean, I think they had Leonard Nimoy on an episode or two. They've had a Nimoy, Nimoy, Leonard Nimoy, Leonard Nimoy. On like Alan butcher the English language all over again. Eight episodes, I think. Something like that. He's on a bunch mm -hmm. of them. Silicon Valley is a funny show if you have if you like it's not really tech, if you're like a programmer or you can be a tech guy too, but it's more situated for the programmer. If you know anything about like in type of it really it's really designed toward anybody technologies. There's reference to all sorts of technology, and even if you're really not, it still kind of is. If you understand a little bit about that, 
the current modern world, you'll get a lot of the jokes in there. There's there's some really deep jokes in there <laughs> about like what you know what programming thing. There's there's really <laughs> deep programming jokes in there too. Why Java is crap? Yeah, like why 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 we hate Java and what what's the the problems with that and why people don't use it? How uh, compression rates and the scale they use and which is was interesting to me because I knew all about that stuff because I had to I look at that stuff. It was just funny. Like, they, they put a ridiculously big score up there when they did it. It's yeah. like, oh, the other score seemed reasonable, but this is like... It, I knew it was supposed to blow out the wall. It's like, that's impossible in all day award because it, they are like two points up above the perfect score. No, I don't. And, then, and the thing is, though, that's a little incised uh, joke that unless you were actually a programmer that was in that world you would never catch i didn't know that i didn't catch it i just knew it blew out the last person who blew out the last compression rate through the floor so it's like what oh so cool and so you're telling me that it's like that's two points above perfect score like they can never even reach that it's impossible yeah it's just not possible yeah because how it's scaled is scaled on a logarithm scale Okay. Let's okay. Not, let's not get into how it scales. Okay. I'm I'm pretty sure our listening audience might fall asleep during that time. They might have fell asleep during me talking about voice choice. So I think this is about I don't know, we're about an hour and twenty minutes into this. Yeah, we're about an hour and twenty minutes. I we'll probably take like ten minutes out of this thing on Yeah, it, about yeah, about ten minutes. So I would say uh, we could read some emails but we haven't gotten any. We've had a break, so we'll give you guys or you're off the hook right now. No, you're not. No, you're not. So, um, I think we're actually, you want to call it quits? Yeah, let's give it quits. Let's, let's do this. It's a good starter show anyways. We didn't do, put we put some prep time into this or not. But if you want to get a hold of us, you can always email us at thosenallenbrothers dot, or at gmail.com. Uh, you can also reach us on Facebook, on Those Nallen Brothers uh, on Facebook, um, on Twitter at, at Nallen Brothers. Um, you can reach me at Nallen BA and David. You can reach at DB Nallen. DB Nallen. We have so much originality. It's awesome. Uh, we're talking about we're talking about that. Hey, so if you haven't noticed, there's also one more thing I want to talk to you guys. If you haven't noticed, the intro song is different every week, and the exit song is different every week. It, that's that's a little bit on purpose. We've been kind of tossing around the idea. So hey, if you guys want to email in, tell us. What that game is from, what that movie might be from, where that soundtrack is is coming from. Uh, we're still kicking around the idea in there, but you know, we start seeing some email traffic on. Hey, that that's from. What's it called? What's 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 it called? You know, we see something that we're, we're we're kicking about a little bonus prizes in there for some people. Actually, you know what? You email us within the week within the week before we record the next episode. What the what soundtrack that. That the our intro music, and our exit music is. Which which put premise on this? The first person that emails us correctly. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was getting at. You said yeah, anybody. Like, oh no! Yeah, the first person to email us in with the correct answer, of what, the intro and exit music are that weekend. We're gonna give away a five dollar gift card to Amazon. Mm-hmm. It's all gonna be digital, so you just get the code in your email. Um, 
a little way for you guys to interact with us, just kind of an idea, kind of a fun way for you guys to figure out what we're what we're uh, putting up there, how we're how we're uh, what music we're excited. Sometimes the music has references and themes into the current show, so there, that's a little bit of a hint there. And sometimes we just put up stuff we like. Yeah, and sometimes it's just old school stuff we just enjoy from long long, long time gaming. It's like yeah. stuff that we think about from long time ago like yeah. we pop like one what was the oldest one that we did I can't remember uh we did I think it's episode one or two we did one from when the Black Flag yeah we did one from Black Flag Black Flag the Black Flag soundtrack yeah no the Black Flag soundtrack's episode one yep episode two is I think it's Call of Duty World at War probably I think that's the oldest one yeah it it was stuff that we just like we were throwing down ideals because we just got we we like hey what should the intro song be like I go like remember the Call of Duty how f- bad it was with just random spawning grenades in World of War oh yeah 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 they just people throwing on grenades. veterans like yeah. veterans they would spawn grenades behind you just to get you to move yeah and then do do. Do you also remember like when they first started doing online play in, in a, a World at War, and then later on, or early in Modern Warfare One, you know how like you had the the new tube intros, yeah. people just get no boop, and you get blown up. They like, start the game off with six kills, or six kills behind because someone just knew how to hit the angle right on the new tube. Yeah, intro with the oh that was my specialty was new tube at the beginning and grenade the other side. Yeah, I mean run straight through the center and you jump throw a grenade as far as you could over a, a building. Hey, you know, if it worked, it worked. And if you didn't, it's like, whatever. You're not going to see another guy for still five more seconds. Yeah. Plenty of time to flip to your gun and try still getting the first kill of the game. And usually, usually I did. I like, I would just run through the center, throw a grenade, and start killing half the team. Yeah, and it works. Yep. It worked. If you were that type of person, it worked. I didn't. I, I sneak around corners and camp. So, yeah. With that, guys, we're... We're gonna we're gonna give it off and uh, and introduce and uh, send you on your way. So it's been fun. Yep. We'll, next week we'll have another episode for you guys. This is David. And this is Brett. See you guys next week.